So you have returned once again. Just when we thought your timing couldn't be any worse, you pull this shit. All right, so let's catch up to speed. Last time, we successfully defended our brand new kingdom from some invaders, and since then, we've realized one very important thing. Being king fucking sucks. You'd think it would be all parties and executing jesters, but it's all, Your Majesties, the people are running out of food, or Your Majesties, people are wondering why you reverted to the feudal system in 2024. Blah, 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 blah. So much fucking whining. Yeah, it does suck, but we are not quitters. We won't just up and leave our loyal subjects. That's why we've lit a fire in the armory and we'll fake our deaths in the ensuing explosion. About to turn into Gotham after Bane took over in here. Anyways, have fun with the purge. We'll be headed out now. Welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that always has an escape plan. I'm Sam. I'm Griffin. You like the ki- castle-centric ones. They've been getting you. Yeah, the the, the storyline is great. I'm glad we have a really good storyline going. I know. How am I going to keep it up in the next intro? How am I going to do gonna it? How are we going to get out of this one? I don't know. I don't know. You're doing fucking next week's. I've, I've, I made two interconnected ones. It's your turn. Damn it. I've just made your life so much harder, and I do not care. He caught on. He realized I haven't done one in a while. Damn. <laughs> I asked you to do one today. You're just like, uh... I was like, you got one? You were like, no. I was like, okay. (laughs) I would love that. You had the podcast. It goes really well, but you had it. And your girlfriend's like, you look really upset. It's like, do a fucking intro. Do a fucking intro. Anyways, this week, we are doing our best and worst of 2023 and most anticipated for 2024. Usually, we would do this as our first episode of the year, but we didn't want to. So we're doing it as our second. Yay. Before we get onto that, though, something did happen yesterday, and we probably should mention it as people that live online. It was pretty big. It's pretty significant. Sad day, really. Very sad. And that is Matt Pat, Matthew Patrick, the founder of Game Theory, is retiring, which I don't think anyone had on their bingo card for eternity. That was out of the fucking blue completely. I just could not believe that A, it was happening, and B, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I figured there would be, like, more of, like, a buildup to it. Like, he realized that, like, you know what, I'm getting tired. But no, he's ending on top. Yeah. Did he say in, in his in his announcement that he's going to release, like, one more video or something? Or just that he's done now? He is going until, like, March. He has, like, nine more weeks. Mm, okay. Until he goes off into the wild blue yonder. Till he sails off into the sunset. Yeah. So say he's not just done right away. At least he that he'll he'll be done very soon. He's retiring this year, which is so sad. It is really sad. So like a lot of YouTubers have been like leaving recently. I was gonna say yeah. I think this is part of like a bigger thing of a lot of um, YouTubers, streamers, just like content creators leaving pretty recently. It, it's the end of an era for sure. He really, MadPad was like different. He did something so different and it worked. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was able to keep it going for this long, if you think about it, he really hasn't had any decrease in quality. Yeah. Well, and I feel like he had a lot of scenarios where other people would have stopped making videos or quit 
Because I, I feel like a lot of his theories, at least like earlier on, he was getting a lot of pushback on, you know, like the or people like memeing on him a lot, like the Nessus Sands or whatever, all, all those like memes. But like he really hasn't like changed up or like given into that, I feel like. It's like with Nostalgia Critic, we when we talk about yeah, why yeah, he yeah. stayed relevant, it's because MatPat has been able to roll with the punches. And he's acknowledged, yeah, exactly. like, I've been dumb. I fucked up. And even when he's done something that, like, people didn't like, he's always been, like, very quick to be like, I made a mistake. I will fix it. He's never done one of those apology videos that feels fake, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I feel like that's, like, a big part of it. He's never, like, fake, you know, apologizing to, like, a community that has been offended or whatever by him. I feel like also part of that is... Yeah, he just sticks with the, the content that he makes. When he's doing the research, a lot of the time he's just really doing it for fun. Like he's kind of like going that far in, in detail just as part of his like research or to make a video out of it. He doesn't necessarily full heartedly believe everything, even if it like appears that way in the video. Yeah, but that's just because he's good at his job. Yeah, exactly. But, but then I feel like a lot of people grab onto that and are like, oh, he 100% thinks this. He's so stupid. He didn't even realize this piece of lore from the game. Also, let's not forget like, how he has been able to change from like a science-based show to a lore-based show. Right, yeah, exactly. He, he, yeah, he started out as, as kind of like a, um, what do you call it? Who's the math guy? Vsauce kind of thing. Where he was like yeah. going into like the fucking aerodynamics of like Mario jumping. Which I loved. Yeah, that wasn't necessarily worse content. It was just a very different type of um, channel. Do you think it was, was it Five Nights at Freddy's that changed him? <laughs> 100%. It was absolutely Five Nights at Freddy's that changed everything because those videos got so many views and then people asked him to do others and then that's how we got to Game Theory as it is today, which is right. still very good. It's just different. That's why people are so upset about this. It's because MatPat has been an evolving creature <laughs> for 13 years and he just goes, I'm done. I've done everything I wanted. To. I want to spend time with my family. Listen, ready, ready to hang it up, which... You know, obviously, he's got to fucking respect. That's very, very sick. Yes. And you know what? I'm going to probably be crying when he does his final uh, episode. Well, because like during like the announcement, he got really fucking emotional. I was going to say, yeah, it, it's going to be emotional for sure. Yeah. He was like crying on camera. And like at a certain point, it's just like it's going to get to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. This man decided to step away from the past 13 years of his life. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like his livelihood, but it's not just like, you know, leaving a job. It's like leaving your dream job, basically, after like having as much success as you could have imagined at it. It's like if we did this for 13 years, made over a million dollars every year, and then just one day we're like, we don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And also had like a huge, enormous community from it as well. Yes, exactly. Not to say that we don't have some sort of community. I don't yeah, know yeah. what sort of deviants listen to us. <laughs> I don't mean the shit on the de the deviants that listen to us. We love you. We're trying to understand. Yeah, we don't we don't get it. Were you dropped? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't. I just. It's sad. It's sad. We're upset. It's like when we found out Smosh was breaking up. Yeah, it's like finding out Santa's not real or Smosh is breaking up. You know, similar similar weights. Absolutely. Or finding out that your entire audience is deviants, you know. <laughs> Any one of those could have that effect on a person. Absolutely. But yeah, dude, we're just fucking sad. Yeah. But you know what? Let's let's get let's get happy. Let's get glad. Because it's time for the best and worst of 2023. Yeah. We're gonna remember 2023 for the year yeah. it was and everything it was. It was a year. It was definitely a year. 
No one can say that it wasn't. It was a year. Absolutely. And it was a big year for us specifically. But let's start off with the best and worst games of 2023, in our opinion. Okay. That is important. We we don't have any say or like power over the yeah. world. So it's just an opinion. Yeah. And so are we doing games that came out in 2023 or games that we played? Because, for example, for like, we were talking about the Game Awards, a whole bunch of the Game of the Year contestants, neither of us had played, or at least I hadn't played. You hadn't played. I played all of them. You played all of them? Oh, except for Baldur's Gate. Yeah, my God. I, I guess you'd be gaming more than me. I do. My wallet hates me. <laughs> I, That's one thing, honestly, I, I didn't buy that many games this year, weirdly enough. Well, we've talked about this multiple times before. I think everyone knows what our favorite games of 2023 were. Yours is Baldur's Gate. Yeah, mine is Baldur's Gate. Absolutely. <laughs> Which makes sense. It was a landmark. It's probably going to change the industry going forward. Mm-hmm. 100 fucking percent of was Baldur's Gate. Absolutely. But for me, it absolutely has to be Tears of the Kingdom with no... Nothing coming anywhere close for me. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom is an absolute fucking banger game. Just so good. It's my runner-up for sure. For a good chunk of the year, I kind of like forgot about how much I enjoyed it because I was just playing Baldur's Gate. But Tears of the Kingdom is an incredible game. I feel like some of the most fun I had playing a game absolutely was came from Tears of the Kingdom. Like it's it's such a fucking creative and it like just free game. In a lot of games, like if I spend like 10 minutes working on something and it doesn't work and then I have to start over, I get annoyed. In Tears of the Kingdom, if it doesn't work, it's always funny. Yeah, that, that's some of like the best, the best stuff in the game is trying to make a vehicle. It falls on its ass and explodes after 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching you play once and you built this like really, really tall car. There's one section where you can like make a do like a race and then it lets you like build the car you want to use. I decided I was going to make a car that was like four logs tall. <laughs> It was the least aerodynamic thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you know, it could be pushed over by a small gust of wind, and then it and didn't it work. Was. I, I, I couldn't believe that it didn't work. <laughs> I poured all of my engineering skills into making that car, and it didn't work. It did not even remotely. But also, we cannot ignore the fact that Baldur's Gate is just so big and lets you do so much. Yeah, and part of the evidence for that is that I've been playing it for like half the year, and I'm not even done with a single playthrough. Okay, to be fair though, how much of that is because of the game or because of you? Okay, part of that is because like the one playthrough I I am close to being done with, I want to explore like everything. Like I want to go into every single house in the city and all that shit. Like I want to explore every single quest I can. Also part of it is just that's so big. And also part of it is that I've done like three playthroughs. <laughs> that's that's have, my point. I'm, I'm not... I'm not close to finishing any of them. I'm sure if you, like, didn't do the other two playthroughs, you'd probably be done, right? I mean, maybe. Yeah, probably. Because I've gotten pretty far in the playthrough with Jordan and in the playthrough with Alex. So, I don't know. Maybe. Jordan has 326 hours in Baldur's Gate. Holy schmoly. <laughs> I wish the Switch told me how many hours I had in Tears of the Kingdom. I definitely have so many hours in that. But what was the what was your worst? What was the worst thing for you in 2023 game wise? So the thing is, I don't I don't really think I played that many games that were bad necessarily. So like I know that the games that are generally considered the worst, the ones that came out this year, you know, there's like your golem, your golems. There's your um, skull King Kong. Kong game. Yeah, there's like games that barely even function or exist. The day after, yeah. Isn't that game dead already? Like they, yeah, the, no, de- they, the devs they, jump ship and then they shut down the servers after two days. Oh, absolutely. It was clearly a scam and they got away with it. 
I was just saying, the game came out for two days, so they say it came out for like a tax write-off. Pretty much. And then they're like, we're fucking out of here. <laughs> Absolute scumbags. Yeah. Isn't that not a finished game at all? Yeah, I don't. I didn't really play many bad games in 2023 either. So if you had to like shoot me in the foot, I'd probably have to say that my least favorite game that I played is unfortunately Baldur's Gate 3. But that's only because you saw what it looked like running on my computer. Yeah. Be- before people grab the pitchforks, it's because the game couldn't run. It was less than a slideshow. It was a, it was a still image. <laughs> as soon as you got, tell you, the character creator was lagging. And then when you got out of the character creator, it was, it was a still picture. So just based on that alone, I think I have to give it to both. Yeah, this is not a good gaming experience for you. <laughs> <laughs> it made me realize I need a new computer. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one thing it did for you. Uh, I would say the worst game that I played probably objectively, like I actually played this year, was probably Heavy Rain. <laughs> did oh not my come God. out this year. Did you finish that? No, I never did. I got to go back and finish it. It's such a game. It really is. Oh, no. I can actually say a bad game I fucking played. Saints uh-huh. Row. Saints oh, Row. Oh, wait. That was this year? That game came that out this year? That was 2023. That was what at the, the beginning fuck? of 2023. What the Dude, that that's 2023 insane. was going on for 50 years. Wow. That's it insane. also doesn't help that that game had like negative impact. Yeah, it had negative impact. It shut the studio down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that's the worst game I played by a country mile. Yeah, wow. I forgot that that game came out this year. Holy shit. I had never been more excited for a game and then more disappointed. I remember, like, I had fucking Stockholm Syndrome playing that game at first, because I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then as I played it more and more, I hated it more and more and more. It's just got, it's the reverse Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, it's it's literally just the more you see, you're just like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the whole game. Oh, that's how you're going to end the story? Okay. (laughs) Great. I'm having, no, 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 it's fine. I'm having a good time. Don't worry about it. Don't, Don't worry about me. I can't believe I actually did play a bad game this year. I usually avoid them so well. Well, I avoid paying money for them so well. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, usually, I like, for a game that's really bad, like the fucking King Kong one, I'm like, I, I see people playing it and, like, making fun of it on Twitter or whatever. I'm like, I don't want to. I'm not going to pay for that. I've seen that the game is really bad. I'll look at the funny clips of the game not functioning, but I'm not going to buy it. So, like, of course, it's not going to be the worst game I played. Yeah. So you were smart. I was dumb. <laughs> well, to be fair, you had faith. You you had hope for Saints I was, Row. I had so much hope, dude. I were there any so any other much. games that you played this year that were your favorite, or that like like were some some of your favorites games this year that were my favorite? Um, I definitely really enjoyed playing Resident Evil Four. But I played that with my girlfriend, and I think just experiencing that with her was a lot of fun. That was a big part of the the experience. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, there was also, like I said, I did play most of the Game of the Year nominations. But Spider-Man. Story-wise, Spider-Man 2 was fucking amazing. I loved it so much. I get why it didn't win, though. Uh, I must I say that. Spider-Man was there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard Spider-Man was that. Who knew in that movie? Did he know he was Spider-Man? Oh, no, the fucking look that he gives him, right? He definitely knew. He knew. Everyone knew, <laughs> except know, for Aunt May and Jay. Yeah, the JJJ. Yeah, those were all really good games. I believe Oxenfree 2 came out this year. That oh, was shit. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and also, how can we forget Lethal Company? I was going to say that was one of my favorites from this year. <laughs> Some of the most fun I've had playing a game in so long. 
just fantastic. Yeah, really, really good multiplayer game. Only other one I have to add that game that did not come out this year, but I played this year and 100% of this year was Splunky 2. Game is so fucking good. You've been, you've been working on that one for quite a while. I had been, yeah. Ready for movies? Yeah. All right, best and worst movies. Best movies is a hard one for me because I don't think a lot of movies stood out to me last year. I think there's one for me. So that leaves only one for me too. It's an obvious choice. What is yours? It's Across the Spider-Verse. It's Across the Spider-Verse, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious. We, we may be a little predictable, but I mean, like, it was actually that good. It was so, so fucking unbelievably good. Across the Spider-Verse was by far the best thing I saw this year, without a doubt. Yeah. I know we talked about this when it came out, but like the first movie was like a 9 or 10 out of 10 masterpiece. Across the Spider-Verse one-upped it in like every category, like every single category outside of having a satisfying ending. (laughs) Which I can forgive the ending because it's made to be like a cliffhanger. But at the same time, you're right. I remember we were watching the trailer and like when we were doing the old version of the show, we were talking about how we were a little skeptical and we didn't think it could live up to the first one. And it not only did it live up, it exceeded it in our expectations. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things where, where we were saying like, Oh, you know, the hype is so much. Everybody loved the first movie. There's no way it can be that good. And it fucking was. It was above and beyond. Like, the animation was unbelievable. It somehow got better. Yeah, it was literally them flexing on, like, how good that they could do it. Like, just the fucking swinging. All the different styles clashing, like, all at the same time of, like, 50 different Spider-Men and, like, the backgrounds behind them and all the different worlds they go to. I'm still, like, blown away by, um, like, Gwen's universe. How fucking cool that looks. Yeah, the Mood Ring universe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I it, It's amazing if you really think about it. The fact that you can make out everything that's happening. Because you mentioned like all the styles and everything and how quick everything was. It could have been very easy for it to be like just a mess of color, but it wasn't. Yeah. It's all these different things mashed together, including like, you know, different frame rates and all this shit. And it somehow works and doesn't look just like visual mess. Yeah. And I love that ending. That. Holy shit. Seeing that yeah. ending for the first time blew blew my fucking mind. I was so happy it never got spoiled for me. Me too. So I saw it, I think, a couple days after it like initially came out. So I was already worried about like getting spoiled. Me too. I did not get to see it opening night, but it easily wins it for us. But how about the worst thing you saw? See, I don't know. I don't think I saw that many movies that were like bad. What was it for you? If I have to go by what came out, I would probably have to say the marvels oh i think this was the year that i gave up on marvel stuff so i I stopped seeing the movies so i I didn't see any of that (laughs) the only one that you actually did miss out on was guardians 3 that one was amazing true that i've heard is, is very very good and loki season 2 was amazing as well but again i don't tend to go out of my way to see bad movies yeah I guess movies, at least, you can, like, you're more likely to go in and just, like, expect a good movie, but then it could disappoint you. Because, like, there are a lot of, a lot of the Marvel ones that people are very much anticipating. Like, Ant-Man. Was Thor this year? Or was that last year? That was last year. That would yeah. easily... I think Thor is the fucking awful. What? <laughs> Thor 4. I hate that one. Ant-Man, I know, is very, very disappointing. I just got to pick Captain Marvel, like the Marvels, mainly just because I don't really have another movie to pick. I didn't even think the Marvels was that bad. I just thought it was kind of boring. But at the same time, like it was not great. So yeah, when you generally like enjoyed most movies you saw, it kind of stands out as being the worst. Yeah, I didn't really see a lot of movies last year, to be honest. 
Me neither. I feel like there wasn't a lot that I was really interested in. Yeah. Another one that I did like a lot, not my favorite, but I did like a lot was May, December. It came out this year. I think it's a Netflix movie. Yeah, I didn't see that. It was really good. It was a freaky movie. It was like an extremely, extremely uncomfortable movie. Oh, it's one of those. It was, it was like, it was very well made and well done. It was just a difficult movie to watch. Yeah. I'm not a fan of movies that are like hard to watch like that. That's very fair. It's like, like usually when I go to see movies, I want to just like chill and just have a good time. But, but sometimes I want just like a, like, like just a very solid movie like that. You got to be in, in a mood for it. I feel like. The Barbie movie definitely goes in the best of 2023. Oh, I totally forgot I saw the Barbie movie. Barbie movie was great. Barbie movie was fucking awesome. The Barbie movie was definitely the best live action movie I saw. You leave that movie being like, oh no. Did you see um, Oppenheimer also? Well, it's talking about the Barbie movie. I did not see Oppenheimer. Did you see Oppenheimer? No, I didn't. I only saw the Barbie movie. I don't have it in me to sit in a movie theater for three hours while Christopher Nolan strokes himself. He's like, oh, look at how controversial I am. Ooh. Look at how bad I am at sound mixing. Ooh. Mm. Look at how many tons of explosives I wasted. Ooh. Look at the hole I put in the ozone. I- I've just like reached my point of I don't give a shit about Nolan anymore. I just don't. That is super fair. Super, super fair. Since it's probably out on like Max or something, I, I could probably watch it now, but I was not going to sit in a movie theater for three hours for it. No. Mm-hmm. Any other movies you want to add to the list before we move on? I'm sure I did see other ones, but I really can't think of them right now. I can't either. It was a slow year for movies. Yeah, that def- it was like a huge year for games, a slower year for movies. But you know who else it was a huge year for? Who? Us! Ah, yeah, it was a big year for us. It was. We got picked up by Aljib Productions, Aljed Productions. I always say it both ways now just to be sure. Uh, <laughs> that way you can't like, say nope. it wrong. I know which one is right, by the way. I do, but I just, I, I'm keeping the joke going. Yeah, now, now it's just for fun. It is. I mean, Steven hasn't told me to stop yet, so. <laughs> I feel like that's been our our whole motto working for Aljed Productions is if we're going to do it until you tell us to stop. If you yeah, never we're, say anything, we're not going to stop. We haven't been told that we can't yet, so. Just like we haven't been told that we can't brag that within 10, 11 weeks, about 14 episodes, we have skyrocketed up the rankings. We're in eighth place with 202 downloads at the moment, right above Borkwormies. Fuck you guys. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> if the Bork, Bookwormy guys listen to this, I'm joking. We, I, we don't come after us. Shout out, shout out, y'all. Shout out the Bookwormies. Shout out to everyone else. Seriously, go listen to the other fucking podcast on the site. It's They're amazing. But it, it's always been fun to like just watch ourselves rise up, especially when the last version of the show didn't get any downloads. Yeah. So we are, we are so thankful. And it was a fucking huge year for us. With a lot of shit that we covered. And oh my God, yeah. I want to know, what was your favorite thing that we covered this year? Okay. So for me, it was easy. There, there was one like story that we covered that was like my favorite the whole year. And it was the Minecraft unionizing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember this, but this was at the time of the something as innocuous as the mod vote for uh, Minecraft's like anniversary or whatever it was, where they like yearly update. All the Minecraft players decided that they're like, fuck this. We're not voting on one mob. Give us all three. We're going to the players are going to unionize. 
<laughs> which holy shit that was it was so incredible that was great i remember when like the posters were coming out and shit but that was just amazing yeah it was all these fucking like yeah union stickers and shit like that and it all amounted to nothing but it was still really funny yeah, it, it, is, it is sad that it amounted to nothing because, like, there's, like, fuck it, you guys don't have power. But I, I feel like hopefully it will change something in the future because, like, it brought so much attention. And I feel like so many people were just like, wait, that doesn't make sense. That in the future, either people are going to have more, like, mods or things like that to add all the monsters that, that they were forced to vote on. Or they're just going to be like, fuck it, like, in the future, we're not going to deal with this. Yeah, which I hope it's that second one. I really hope so, Yeah. For me, it has to be, I kind of have a three-way tie between two that were ongoing throughout like the entire year and one that we just talked about and had a lot of fun with. The one that we just talked about and had a lot of fun with was the viral first date list. Mm, that one was great. That was just fun. That was just a lot of fun to listen to your experience with that. Some parts of it were just so insane. Especially when we got to the men's side of things. Mm -hmm. In which they clearly did not take it seriously, but that's what made it funny. But the two things that we talked about constantly was Twitter. Of course. Which I, I just watching your hope die every week was hysterical to me. As things just keep getting worse and worse, you mean? Yes. And for me, one of my favorites was the never-ending saga of CM Punk. Oh my god. I, I forgot that was a whole fucking... That literally was a saga. It was so long of just trying to figure out what the fuck was going to happen with this man. Exactly. And it went from, like, this man's, like, a man-child to this man got fucking screwed over to I can't believe he's back. It was just a whole fucking roller coaster of shit. Yeah. It was like, fuck this guy. He's an asshole. He's impossible to work with. Holy shit, he got screwed over. Oh my god, it's, it's so awesome. He fucking made up with everybody yeah it was just so crazy it was even funnier because you're not even into wrestling and you were just like what the fuck is happening i i, I was so excited to hear the fucking updates every week well and the saga ended he got he came back to wwe he's gonna be in the royal rumble it's gonna be great he seems a lot happier honestly yeah other part of it what was he just had to like making like a new contract or something he's just like way happier with that new contract he's probably happy he's working for fucking professionals again Oh, yeah. Like, AEW is not a well-run company. Their boss is a man-child that complains on Twitter. They're what you might call not professionals. Legitimately, like, the Tony Khan, the CEO, went on Twitter and was like, you guys got mad at us booking this guy for the title, but this jobber gets a shot at the title and you guys seemed all praise it. This is bullshit. <laughs> Just shut up. Just yeah, shut up. Shut up. The, the, the people want what they want. Who gives a shit? Yeah. The Rock came back. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but that was fucking great. Yeah, no, that, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, no, we, we've done a lot of good shit this year. Like, the best episode that we did by far, though, was the last one of 2023. Oh, my God, yeah. That was absurd. It w wasn't really a storyline, but that was our, that was the best episode. That was the most fun episode. <laughs> that was the most... In the three years we've been doing this, I don't think we've had more fun. <laughs> Which means we got to try to top it somehow. I don't know how we're going to do that. We'll figure it out. Actually, speaking of more favorites of ours, what was your favorite intro from this year? It could be, it could be one of yours. It could be one of mine. I think if we're not counting the goblin one. I fucked me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> if we're not counting I the goblin one. done with that one. You'll never be free of the goblins. Uh, I, might, no. I, might, I might do that one next week just so people <laughs> just hear how, how fucking bad it is. <laughs> You motherfuckers want the goblin one? I'll give you the goblin one. Fuck that. 
No, I think really my favorite intro this whole year was the fucking Spotify raft of 2023. I love that was one of my favorites too, by a wide margin. That was just so fun. I I loved writing that one. That was great. Like it was so great. And what was really funny was that was also when I wrote last week's intro. Mm, right. And they were both amazing, but yours just was like a little bit, yours just was better. And I was just like, we gotta go with this. We gotta. Yeah, that one was just sick because it was like, we both had fucking fire intros that week. Yeah, it was great. For me though, I think my favorite for this year has to be the serial one. Oh my God. Maybe because that's a unique one because I think this is the first intro that we wrote together. That's true. We usually don't, don't collab on them. On them, We're usually just like, it's one, one of us or the other will write it or force the other to write it. Yeah, usually I force him to do it. But this is the first one where I was like actively asking for you to input on it during the writing. While you were in the process of uh, process of writing it, yeah. Definitely like the um, gets rid of all those pesky whole grains so we can bring you up. You love the most. That was you. <laughs> like legitimately the whole like after oops all microchips was all you that was just like two minds working brilliantly together it was i remember i came at you and i was like i want to do this intro and i want the punchline to be oops all microchips and you just ran with it it was so fucking funny also last week's is a favorite of mine just be well it's not 2023 but last week i gotta mention last week it's one of the few ones that made you actually burst out into laughter no that one absolutely got me i always like the intros but i'm usually able to not like laugh out loud but that one i literally was i had to like go away from the mic yeah, we'll probably talk about that one at the end of 2024 again, but I can't wait to see what banger you come up with next week or else. Under threat, I'll have to make a good one. Yes, there's no hyperbole here. Do it. Let's look to the future. You want to look to the future? I would love to. 2023 was a great year. 2024, it's going to be an even better year, if you can believe it. Yes. So what are you looking forward to the most? Well, it's obviously Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is definitely going to come out 2024. Definitely. This time for sure. It's not happening. Listen, it was supposed to come out in 2021. It was supposed to come out in 2022. It was really supposed to come out in 2023. <laughs> 2024 is our year for sure. What do you want to bet? Oof. You want to reignite it? I will buy you a Fortnite Battle Pass if it doesn't come out in 2024. If it does, then I will buy you the Fortnite Battle Pass. Let's go. Let's go. You're ready to owe me a Battle Pass, loser. Let's go. <laughs> You owe me Silk Song. These, these are fucking high stakes. <laughs> these are high stakes. <laughs> Wait, so if, when it comes out this year, I still lose because I still have to fucking buy you Silk Song. <laughs> yes. Fuck, damn it. All right, it's okay. If I do, I'll still be happy because the, the game will be out and also I'll get a free battle pass, so. You will get a battle pass, which I think will be the exact same price as Silk Song, by the way. Probably. <laughs> But that would just actually be really funny is if we both somehow lose. Well, we are both going to lose because we're never going to have a resolution to this bet because it's never going to come out. Not it's this year, not next year, not in a hundred years. Never. It's never happening. But so the reality for the game I'm most anticipating or what I'm most anticipating in 2024 is Hades 2. I was going to guess that for you. Yeah. That is going to be great. You absolutely adore the first one. Yeah. Hades 1 was incredible. I think it was better too because like all of our friends were playing it and it, it was like very, very, very good. We had Hades nights. We had fucking just, just playing Hades. Just all, all, all the gang just playing Hades together. And then also if it comes out this year, I don't know if it is supposed to, but if it comes out this year, then the Elden Ring DLC. I'm also very much looking forward to that's gonna be good too so for me there is not a lot 
next year that I'm really excited for. Like, yeah, I'm excited for Hades 2 and like the Black Myth Wukong and all that stuff. But for things that like I'm salivating for, there isn't a lot. Mainly like there's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which I'm just so curious to see what they're going to do this time. Right, because like the story is different. You're just interested in seeing what they do with it. Yes. And also, I feel like the the Final Fantasy VII remakes, they're very fun games in terms of the combat, right? They are. They're very Kingdom Hearts-like, which that isn't on my list, by the way, because it's not coming out next year. I'm guaranteed. Oh, no, definitely not. promise you it's not. I heard that Wolf Among Us 2 is coming out in 2024, and I'm very excited about that one because the first Wolf Among Us is my favorite Telltale game. But I think in terms of games, the only game that I'm truly like salivating for, the only game that I desperately need, like you need Silksong, is Earthblade, the next game from the Celeste developers. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot this coming out this year. Holy fuck. Man, that's going to be huge. Celeste is still my second favorite game of all time. And like, I'm still very excited about Earthblade. Celeste is actually responsible for my most popular video on YouTube right now. So I don't know. Like, they they made that game. They're going to make this game. I'm excited. Yeah. If they made Celeste, you would trust them to the ends of the fucking earth. Absolutely. Take my firstborn. What about movie-wise. What are you looking forward to? Okay, well, this is stupid, but supposedly The Last Spider-Verse movie is coming out this year, right? That's obviously not going to happen. I was going to say Beyond the Spider-Verse, right? But that's not going to happen, right? There's literally no way. There's no way. I honestly really hope that it doesn't happen for, like, the sake of the animators. Like, please just give them time to make make a game in a reasonable amount of time without having, or make a movie in a reasonable amount of time without an insane amount of crunch, please. Yeah. Which, hopefully, after all, like, the act strike and everything like it will be that right yeah and, and it came out that four across spider-verse the conditions were so terrible so like really hope that there's improvement for the next one mm-hmm. but for things that are guaranteed to come out for me it's weird to say i think it might be sonic 3 wow yeah like what what else is there there's yeah there's not that not my movies that i'm looking forward to i can really think of what marvel movies are coming out i think next year is a dead year for marvel honestly i don't think they have anything coming out because they realized like we need a break yeah we need a break and they need a break that they really have to figure out what's going on with jonathan features right (laughs) or with yes whatever they're going to do he got fired yeah so they got to figure that out i heard maybe they're going to do dr doom instead i don't know i mean i'd be okay with that i'd be okay with that too or you know you just recast him you did that with Rhodey. You do that too. Yeah. Just be like, oh, this is happening now. Yeah. Who would who would really care? <laughs> I mean, Godzilla X Kong is coming out too. I'm excited for that. Oh, speaking of, did you see the what is it, Godzilla minus one this year? I have not fucking seen it yet. I want to okay. see it so bad. I heard that that's really really good. <laughs> I, I I was thinking that you probably would have mentioned it. I hear people cry. I wanted to mention it, but I never, I haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. It's really annoying. It's not playing a lot. Mm, that's fair. I know my girlfriend would go see it with me, but like the perfect time for me to go see it, I was with my parents and my dad was like, I just don't want to read subtitles for the movie. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. I get sure. that. That's fair. Yeah. But I'm just so excited about 2024, dude. Me too. I'm so looking forward to it. Yep. You know what else I'm looking forward to? What? Dinner tonight. Dude, f- I think mom is calling us up for it. <gasps> Shit, dude. I heard it's pizza rolls. Have you ever like dipped pizza rolls in queso? What? No, that's 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 fucked up, man. That's forbidden. There's no way. What do you mean that's forbidden? It's fucking delicious. I... <laughs> Damn. That does sound really maybe you might have just done something. You might have just changed the, the culinary world. No, what 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 I like to do is I get like a I get like a bowl of like queso blanco 
and I take mm. like some jalapenos. I, I cut up the jalapenos, mix it into the queso. I'm liking. And then heat up some pizza rolls, dip the pizza rolls in the queso. That, that's insanity. It's insanity, oh but it, your taste buds will thank you, dude. A blend of taste that can only be dreamt up by the utterly insane. Yes, and that's why I thought of it. <laughs> that's crazy. why it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking mad scientist. I've seen the face of God. Oh my God. But Bob has got us up for dinner. <laughs> Thank you all for stopping by. Thank you for continuing to listen to us, even though we're rambling like insane people. New video on my channel coming out within the next two weeks. Just out of the same on YouTube. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch, on Spotify, on Twitter, on fucking everything. Follow us. Worship us. Please. We need it. Thank you all for stopping by and get out of our house. We feed on fame for sustenance. For tuning into this episode, proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions LLC, we strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comment section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.